Is it possible to disagree and still be friends? The answer is yes, and we are here to prove it. Join our group of badass sirens as we step out of our comfort zone and onto our soapboxes to sound off on our latest adventure. We might not always agree, but we will always love each other. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. Hello, friends, and welcome to Siren Soapbox. This week, the sirens went way outside their comfort zone and into the deep end to discover the secrets of life. Happiness. Everyone is chasing it, but what is the key to achieving it? Society would tell us that the latest and greatest technology gadgets, power, money, luxurious name brands, fancy cars, and big, ha- big houses will all lead to happiness. But what if it was simpler than that? That is what TikTok and Instagram sensation Are You Happy is exploring, the art of true happiness. They do this by asking random people they meet three simple questions. Are you happy? What is the source of your happiness? And if you could give one message to the world, what would that be? Three very easy and yet very powerful questions. Today's soapbox for our sirens is to tell us about your experience with asking random people these three are you happy questions. If at any time the conversation gets too intense, our safe word is mango. Mango. First up on her soapbox is Mur. Thank you, Elsie. So this podcast has done some really cool things to get me out of my comfort zone, but this one was special for being such an extrovert. I was super nervous about walking up to strangers and asking them questions. I put this task off quite literally until the last possible moment. So Sunday afternoon, 24 hours before we were recording, actually, I think I gave myself less than 24 hours. Um, I decided it was finally time to go out and get this task done. So I grabbed my video camera and a tripod because I wanted to look somewhat legit And I headed down to Smale Park, which is right on the river here in Cincinnati. And after I parked, I mean, I have like, I've really worked myself up about this. It was ridiculous kind of, but after I parked, I, I, this feeling of like dread wash over me, like, oh my goodness, what am I doing? So I get out of the car. I sit awkwardly for a minute and just decide to start walking. I walk up to a group of people and explained who I was, what I was doing and they immediately said yes. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I was rejected, I would have, that would have been it for the day. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. But this, so that was the very first person I asked. And her message to the world was something along the lines of, don't wait until it's perfect to put your message or your work out to the world. There's never a perfect time. Just do it. And that really hit me hard. Um, It felt like she was talking to us about this podcast and this project and really just all of the things that we, that we do together. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to hug you. Thank you so much. This went so well. And she'd let me hug her, which I thought was amazing, especially after (laughs) the year we just had. Um, It felt good to hug a stranger again. But after that, it was easy. Um, Talking to people was really easy after that. I did notice myself hovering much longer than I should have a couple of times before I interrupted people. So that was, that was fun, but you know, I got better at it as the day went on. Um, but I did, I found it interesting and hopeful that almost all of my messages to the world from people were about kindness and about love. 
and that made me thankful. And I'm, I'm just really thankful that I was able to participate in this experiment. And now it's on to you, Jess. All right. Now that you got me crying, Mer, you know I'm a joiner. <sighs> anyway. So when I found out about this episode, um, I, I'm not on TikTok because I know that I will um, spend the rest of my life on it if I get on there but I am on Instagram. So I got on there and started watching videos. Um, probably spent about half my day just going down a rabbit hole of videos on, um, are you happy? Um, I was hooked. I, they're so beautiful. Even the ones that aren't, um, happy. I just loved getting all the different perspectives on there. Um, spent a big chunk of my time watching that, trying to psych myself up for this episode. <laughs> I was, um, I have a lot of anxiety. Uh, I also don't do public speaking. So I spent a good while trying to figure out how I was going to do this. Um, then I actually found out that um, it, it lined up pretty well with my friend and I were going to Gatlinburg for the weekend. So um, we had already planned on doing a moonshine tasting, so I figured that was the perfect setting to do it because <laughs> hopefully people would be a lot more open, and um, also I could give myself some liquid courage before doing this, and um, I still, before we even went into the moonshine, it was literally making me nauseous, the thought of doing this, so I really had to psych myself up and um, but the first couple I asked was so sweet and, um, it was just this adorable middle-aged couple. And when I asked them what their happiness was, they each without even thinking about it pointed at each other. And I was just like, oh, my heart. So after that, I felt a lot better about doing it. Um, and it was fun. Um, still really nerve wracking. My anxiety was still through the roof. I needed another couple shots of moonshine afterwards, but, um, it was a lot of fun. And, uh, just hearing everybody's messages for the world was great. My favorite one, um, just, they all really helped restore my faith in humanity, at least most of them. Um, my favorite one was, uh, he said, it's okay to not love yourself, but it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of love. So um, it was just beautiful. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that piece of it, hearing everybody's messages. They, like Mer said, all surrounded, they all revolved around kindness, um, at least most of them. And um, just that one about even if you don't love yourself, it's okay. Um, you're still worthy of love. So. With that, off to TC. So in a nutshell, this is what I love about Siren Soapbox. Walking around and asking complete strangers, are you happy, is not how a person typically spends the day. And if I hadn't had this assignment, I definitely would not have spent my day doing this. In fact, I tried to convince Elsie that we should decrease the goal from 10 people to three people. She was having none of it. She forced the point to do 10. So Dean and I went to one of our favorite hangouts last weekend, and I walked away to buy a few things. As soon as I returned, he had already kind of scoped out all the people, and he was pointing them out. I think you should go talk to that couple. You need to talk to that guy in the orange hat. 
And so I did end up talking to one of the people that he had picked out for me. I, like the other two, was very nervous to get started. And I'm pretty much uh, an extroverted introvert, I think. Or maybe I'm an introverted extrovert. I don't know. But I waffle between the two. I had to work up the courage to walk up to a stranger. But then after I started chatting with people and hearing their gems of wisdom, I didn't want to stop. I couldn't get enough of this. I wanted to hear what people had to say was the source of their happiness. Typically, after I stopped recording the video, the conversation just kept going with people that I met. I met some really interesting people. I ended up interviewing 14 people. I asked 16, but two gently declined. I think people enjoyed being asked the questions, being the center of a stranger's attention and sharing their insights. And I loved making someone else feel like the center of attention, even if it was just for a minute. My brother made fun of me for interviewing people while they're floating in the Caribbean Sea and asking them if they're happy. He said, of course they're happy. I guess he had a point, really. I wonder about the impact of asking people that question in different locations. Like I was in a really beautiful location. What did I learn from this? It was definitely a reminder that it can be wonderful to get out of your comfort zone. It also makes me think about all the amazing people that I don't meet, people that I stand next to in line or sit right next to at a restaurant. It makes me wonder if the person right next to me would change my life if only I would just start the conversation. And with that, next up on her soapbox is Elsie. Thank you. So I was first introduced to Are You Happy through TikTok randomly on my For You page about a year ago. And I think the video was of an older gentleman and he was running an ATV business out West in the US. And he took the creator back to the house to tell him the secret to happiness. It was incredibly touching. And a lot of these videos, I'm not gonna lie, make me cry like a baby. TC is our queen of happiness. And when we started doing the podcast, I knew we had to make this a topic, especially since this has been a rabbit hole we've been going down over the past few months. And it was my harebrained idea to mirror what the documentary is doing and ask people the same three questions. And I thought it was gonna be super easy. I mean, who doesn't love being on camera and talking to the world in the center of attention? And yes, I know that is so Enneagram personality type seven of me. And besides, I was going to be on vacation and seeing a ton of people. So it's going to be a piece of cake. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> the first person I asked told me she was not comfortable with it, which I totally respect uh, when people are straight up about what they want. The second person I asked was a bartender and I was hesitant, hesitant to ask. And he heard my son say, go ahead and ask him. The bartender said, go ahead, shoot. I've heard it all at this bar. He was okay with it until he heard he was going to be recorded and literally ran away from me. So these two rejections on the same day and some stressful traveling situations totally took the wind out of my sails. So I didn't do it for a couple of days and I had to work my nerve back up. Um, I was rejected about four times out of the 10 times I've asked so far. I'm going to keep going though. Uh, I was able to get a few on the beach today, and my last resort was to ask the people closest to me, my family. Although it was technically against the rules, I actually loved it. These are simple questions, but we don't talk about deep talk topics like this enough. I mean, what do you know about the people around you, and what makes them tick, and what makes them happy, and how would you change your behavior if you knew that? Through my experience, I found that being around the ones that you love make people the happiest, and the messages that most people have for the world 
is that you should be kind and just try to relax and enjoy the moment. So that is my soapbox. And here on Siren Soapbox, we value giving everyone a platform to tell their story. And are you happy? And the creator share the same views. And we knew it was gonna be important to have him on our show. So our special guest is the man that started the series, Adi, and please give him a very Siren Soapbox welcome. Welcome to our show. Hello, thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> I love that, that was incredible. I have to tell you, it, it was completely addicting to me. I didn't want to stop asking people. Once I got started, I dreaded it. But once I got started, I didn't want to stop. I didn't yeah. expect to cry telling my soapbox, but that happened. So it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, imagine what it's like when, you know, you start going on adventures with these people. Like, like you mentioned, somebody invited me to their house. I've been invited out for coffee and uh, yeah, it's been on so many, so many crazy adventures through the show. And now you can add podcasts, uh, Siren Soapbox podcast, that list of crazy adventures. <laughs> I, I love this. I love this. Incredible. And what you guys were talking about with like being nervous and shy. Um, I totally get it. I went through that when I first started. Um, one of the, one of my favorite filmmakers, Stanley Kubrick, and one of the greatest filmmakers to ever live said the hardest part about making a movie is getting out of the car and, you know, building up the courage to actually start. So, um, yeah, as long as you get out of the car and just do it, uh, the rest is really smooth sailing. That's awesome. How did you originally come up with this idea? Um, well, I was in a mode as a filmmaker where I was just throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall um, and trying to get my work out there and trying to get funded to actually execute on my ideas. And then I had seen a documentary called Chronicle of the Summer. It's this um, French documentary from the 60s that followed uh, this woman who was surveying people on the street. And one of the questions that she asked was, are you happy? And just the, um, the responses that I got, I was like, oh, it'd be so cool if I use that question to unlock stories, but like take it around the world and make it kind of like a travel series that would give a platform to diverse voices and cultures around the world. It was really cool. Have you noticed an overarching theme? Like we've got a sample of maybe 50 people. I, you've probably got thousands. What what has been your takeaway from that? Yeah, a lot of people's happiness comes from their family. Uh, and that's not always, you know, mother, brother, sister, children. You know, it could be spouse, colleagues, friends. Um, and, you know, just having that support system is, is huge for people's happiness. You, do you get very many people who say no? to that question because none of my people said no to the um, are you happy question yeah maybe? yeah no as in they're not happy is what you're saying yes um, I mean, yes that's what i'm saying no as in they're not happy <laughs> <laughs> uh the vast majority of people answer yes and i don't think that indicates that every single person i interview is happy it's just when when confronted with that question, um, people kind of look back on their lives and 
And just, uh, I think, you know, generally more good things happen than bad. If you were to measure all the good things that happen in the world today and all the bad, I, I believe that the good far outweighs the bad. And this question kind of, even if somebody's in a stink, it kind of makes them think, you know, well, maybe it's not that bad. You know, now that I'm being put on the spot, uh, maybe, maybe life ain't so bad. That is awesome. What is, I guess, what is your end goal? When, when are you going to be done? Are you going to keep going and keep asking everybody you come in or across? Um, so couple end goals. We're definitely working on a documentary, uh, documentary series that you'd see on like a Hulu or Netflix or a TV network. But are you happy as we know it? Hopefully we'll go on forever. Um, I believe that there are 7 billion stories in the world and they're all worth telling. Um, so this is kind of a evergreen concept. And I, I'd like for this to just even pat, you know, pass my own life and become some, become something that has a life of its own. So I was scrolling through some of the videos yesterday and um, it sounds like you have a few different interviewers. Do you have, how many different people do you have interviewing for you? Yeah, what started as just me uh, getting in a car, starting a cross country trip has now become um, a little over 2000 people around the world um, interviewing people. And that, that I just put out that call like two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And as soon as I put it out, it was, um, it's actually well over 2000 at this point, but yeah, it was pretty rapid. Can we submit our videos? Is that, is that, is there a process for that? Yeah. So there's like a form you fill out. And then as soon as you fill out the form, you get an email with your own personal Google drive link. Uh, and then in that Google drive, you drag and drop your videos. Awesome. And then I know we recorded all of our videos. That's going to be up on sirensoapbox.com blog on Friday of this week, but I'm sure we're going to be submitting some of those. Um, yes, please do. On yours. Awesome. Be awesome. You have a favorite story that somebody told you? Um, hmm. I have a favorite story. Well, recently we interviewed this woman at Arches National Park. Um, and she, on her bucket list was to do that hike. And she was 74 years old and she had had a hip replacement and heart surgery. Uh, and it was her goal to, to accomplish that hike. And I didn't even know that. Well, we didn't know that when we met her. And um, yeah, it was just such an inspiring story. I watched My brother that. actually That's got awesome. that interview. Yeah. Do you feel like this work has changed you? Oh, 100%. 100%. I, uh, I set out to do, to, you know, to make this documentary and really nothing went according to plan. Um, and I was like really frustrated while I was making it like, um, you know, all these, all these, all these painful things happened. And now looking back, I realized that there was a plan at work that was much greater than anything I could have imagined. And it was at work the whole time. I just, I just didn't see it. So it, you know, I wasn't very religious before it, but it certainly brought me closer to God. Um, 
and uh, it also, you know, we, the show really attracted a large audience around the beginning of the pandemic. And um, just listening to people's answers before the pandemic and during the pandemic uh, just showed me that, uh, like I mentioned earlier, the world is uh, not as bad as, as it might feel like or it might seem. Yeah, those two things. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, walking around downtown yesterday in downtown Cincinnati, it felt like it just wouldn't have been the same a year ago. I don't think there were so many people out. And like I said, I was able to hug somebody. I hugged a stranger y'all. It was (laughs) amazing. (laughs) Making Elsie's skin crawl. I know. (laughs) know, I'm still not going to do that. We're good there. (laughs) So I have to ask you, are you happy? Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I am very happy. Um, so what very, is, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying I'm very happy. I'm very grateful. So what is your source of happiness? Uh, you know, it's funny. We, uh, in the creator program for Are You Happy, our number one rule is silence is golden. And I'm sure you guys know this from like doing the podcast, but I always say uh, when, you, when you interview somebody, give like three long seconds of silence after their answer. And what you'll notice is people will naturally fill in that silence. Um, that's kind of the, the secret to our interviewing. But the, um, the source of my happiness is um, my family, really. I, I'm pretty close to my family and their health and their well-being is um, you know, very important to me. And luckily, thankfully, everybody's well and we're doing good. So, yeah, as long as that's good, I'm happy. So, you know, the next question, <laughs> what is your message for the world? Um, my message to the world is all of the answers to your questions and the solutions to your problems um, are all within. There's no uh, urgent need to go out and quote unquote, find yourself and you don't have to go to a foreign country. You don't have to have some extravagant experience. Uh, I, I like to say wherever you go, there you are uh, and bloom where you're planted uh, and look within. Um, don't search outward. One of my favorite quotes that, and I put it on Facebook too, after, as soon as I, as soon as this woman talked with me, um, when I asked her what was the source of her happiness, her answer was happiness is an inside job. Ooh, I and I, like I that. loved that. <laughs> yes, I love so it true. too. It's so true. Yeah, it definitely is. I'm curious about the sirens favorite. What are your favorite answers or favorite experiences through this? So my, my, literally the very first answer that I got was my favorite one. She, it it really did feel like she was talking to us through some weird force, (laughs) but I loved that. She was like, you know, you just gotta, you can't wait for it to be perfect. There's never going to be a perfect time. You just have to put your gift out and you have to share your gift with the world. And I was like, yes, you do. But (laughs) that, 
that gave me, I, I think that energized me and it gave me the courage, I think, to kind of sweep through the night. It took me like an hour, less than an hour to interview the next, I don't know. I asked a bunch of people. I probably was turned down about half the time, but it was fine. It didn't feel bad. I guess if you have people in bathing suits floating in the Caribbean Sea, maybe they're just more open. I don't know, but no one, there was a group of three men and two out of the three turned me down. Um, So those are my two out of 16 who turned me down. But um, it was, it was a pretty amazing experience. Yeah. Also, if you're floating in the Atlantic in Florida, people are are happier too. And their source of their happiness was being at Florida. So (laughs) In the, it was, in it the was good answers. It was good answers. But when I interviewed my family, it was like, I, I don't have those deep conversations usually. And it, like, I haven't done my dad yet or my son, my brother refused. So he's another one of the ones that refused, but I want to have more of those conversations with the people that I'm close to. So it, it opened another door for me and I'm excited to explore that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I'll interview people like at arches or these awesome places and they'd be like well look you know look where i am of course i'm happy and i always aim to go a little deeper like why what it, what is it about this place why why does this Ooh. make you happy and they'd be like well you know i had heart surgery i had a hip surgery and it's always been a, a life goal of mine to to do this hike so i try to get a little deeper that way that's a good idea jess what was your favorite experience Um, the one I talked about in my soapbox that just that was my favorite answer um I mean of the people that I interviewed like yeah they were surrounded by moonshine so you know that probably helped but uh really only one of them said that like they were glad to be out of town um you know away from home and and I I've been very lucky this year just to actually do traveling where um I haven't for a while so I felt that because it was later this year is going to be my fourth reschedule for a trip that I've been trying to go on for years now so um you know hopefully that happens but just you know you were saying just bloom where you're planted and I definitely get that um but also sometimes, you know, just getting away uh, is not to so much find yourself, but to just kind of step away from everything for a while, um, especially like I'm not working from home anymore. But over last year when I was working from home, it was like I need to step away because my work is here at home and I can't get away from my my stress because <laughs> ideally my home is my sanctuary, but you know, so, um, I was, I was, it was interesting that most of my answers were, you know, oh, it's this person I'm with, not that I'm away. So most of my answers were too. I think I had one person say, look where I am. I'm here in the Caribbean, but most of the answers were, um, friends and family or life or things like that. Yeah. And I chose father's day in a park. So there were lots of families. So yeah, same, same kind of stuff. I wonder if that is, if that tends to, um, you know, location and just the, the 
like if I were to ask a homeless person the same three questions, I'm sure I wouldn't get the same answers, the same types of answers. I don't know though, because I didn't do it. The question is if, yeah, I bet you will. If you ask homeless people, um, I, and I've talked to several, we have some on the Island and most of them are pretty happy actually. Um, if you know, you get them at, at a lucid moment, but, um, I wonder if you went to a prison and asked the question if you would get like, you know, I'm have just, you done that? Atta? I haven't gone to a prison. Um, what are some obscure places I've gone to? Um, hmm. I, I, uh, I have interviewed several homeless people. Um, yeah, no, I haven't been to a prison. I'll have to, I'll have to try that sometime. Yeah, I, I had a specific goal of asking a, a homeless person yesterday because they we have no shortage of them here in Cincinnati. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't work up the courage to do it. So, you know, um, Merwin, I used to walk Hartman around. Um, he, I don't know what it was because he was a very shy dog. He didn't tend to like people, but he would approach almost every homeless person we came near. And so... Hmm. Um, my experiences with, you know, the people that I met through Hartman, Hartman was a little tiny dog. Um, they, they were pretty happy. Yeah. And I think I'm worried that I think I was a little nervous to hear that they weren't, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but maybe that should be my stretch, my stretch goal to interview some homeless people. I mean, sometimes you hear in the news about these rich and famous people that are absolutely miserable. miserable. They have it all. They have the cars, the money, the power, they have everything and they are not happy. I don't think, I don't think necessarily that the two, it's having the things. I think it, no, it is I agree. my job. Yeah, I agree. I be- things definitely do not equal happiness in my world anyway. Well, like my new friend, Melissa said, happiness is an inside job. (laughs) And is there a, like, is, what is the craziest experience you've had while recording this documentary series? Well, um, when I was doing this documentary series in India, um, I saw this girl just sitting on a rock and I interviewed her and she was, um, this is before Are You Happy was even posted anywhere online. And she said, no, I'm not happy. Um, eventually, you know, what her, I asked her why. And she said that she had just ran away from her home. That day I was interviewing her, it was the day that she arrived where she was after running away. Um, and she said she had run away from her home because her parents tried to marry her off. Um, so I ended up posting that almost a year later after I spoke to her and within 24 hours of posting it, the video had over a million views and people were, were, were concerned for her. You know, they wanted to know who she was and um, what her story was and where she, you know, where she was since we met. So I posted more footage from that day because while I was talking to her, this guy approached us. And uh, he's like, who, you know, who are you? And what, what are you doing speaking to my friend? And I told him, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm making a documentary. I'm, I've traveled around the world and I, I'm asking people if they're happy. And he's like, oh, really? What does she say? And then, you know, I posted that conversation and then that video 
went even more viral and people are like now who's this guy and is she in danger and now it's my mission or my my responsibility to to make sure she's safe because uh, when i was making this thing i didn't i didn't really expect that millions of people would watch it so i didn't really do a good job of like collecting contact contact information um and at that point we had millions of people following her story so the power of the internet happened and we ended up finding her and we connected with her and we connected with him and uh you know they had they were actually in a relationship when when i had met them and they had since broken up and gone their separate ways and it was just this amazing story and an amazing example of how like the internet could come together to do really amazing things. I wanted to ask you, what do you know when the documentary is going to be released yet? Do you um, have a plan for that yet? So the documentary series that you'll eventually see on a Netflix, uh, that's still in the works. Um, but I am going to be releasing a, like my own self-published documentary series um, where I talk about the story of how all this came to be and all this amazing reception we've gotten and what that means for me. Uh, and so that'll probably be out at the end of summer. End of summer. Okay, awesome. Well, I wanted to say thank you for inspiring an amazing day that I had yesterday asking people that question. It, it was really a great day. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you had that experience. Yeah, it, I, I echo that. I wasn't expecting it to be as enjoyable as it was. <laughs> it's incredible. And now, you know, I look at the community of people that's developed around like people going out in their own city and people are like, you wouldn't believe the experience I had. And it's just people all over now are having these really amazing experiences doing this. So it's, it's so cool to see. That's nice. Yeah, I can't wait to share some of our footage with you. Oh, I can't wait. Happypeople.me. I'll send it to Lauren over email, but it's happypeople.me. Awesome. So we have reached the end of our time with you, Adha. I am so thankful that you introduced us to this social experiment. And I have a feeling that we'll probably be doing more of these interviews um, in, in the future. And we'll definitely send those over to you. Thank you to our sirens who joined us this week. We had Jess and Elsie and TC and me, I'm Mer. We want to leave our listeners with a challenge before we go. We want you to smile at people this week. We want you to make it a point to smile at people and notice if it makes you feel happier. And then tell us about it on the social media as you can hashtag us at Siren Soapbox. Thank you again for joining us. And until next time, dive in, stay curious and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.